Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of the Marvel Hacks. On the line tonight, I have the two Marvel Hacks. On the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Can you all people. It's that time again, we're back. Yep, the Marvel Hacks are back. Uh, took a little bit of a break, but we are back. The other Marvel Hack is also there. It's Brother Beavis. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey man, what's going on? We could be texting you and you ain't really answered this question yet. Did you see Deadpool yet? No, I didn't. Um, I did go ahead and read the plot synopsis and it sounds like it's about like as much of an X-Men movie as you're going to get. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you guys basically said it was alright, so I haven't rushed out yeah. to see it. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could wait. That's kind of how uh, it's not. It's not yeah, earth shattering or anything. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not calling you to stop you from going to see it, but it's also like, man, you could wait to Redbox or any other alternative platform, so whatever. And there's nothing in it worth spoiling that makes any, you know what I mean? It's just, it is it is what it is. It's, that's basically how I saw it. Okay. So tonight we're going to review uh, a few books. I think we have one, two, three, four, five books in the queue. Uh, before we get to that, we're going to get the blurred notes. Hold on, let me hit my music. Alright, so as the Blurred Night sounder brings us in, we got a couple of topics here. Um, I guess one, two, three, four, what, five? Black. You know what? The notes I sent you was the blackity black, black, black notes. I was looking at it on my, my computer. <laughs> I, was it up I didn't think I was black. allowed to see those. Yeah, oh. no, yeah, those are the secret, <laughs> yeah, secret sauce, man. Secret That's sauce. what they be talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah, this is basically what it is. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, so the first thing is for the letter B, uh, they're not really matched up. The Shazam first look came out. Not any like previews of the movie or anything like that. Just uh, looks like a movie promo with Zach Levy uh, playing Shazam on there. He looks like he's serpent on a slushy of some sort. The poster definitely gave me the vibe that this is going to be something that's either kid-friendly or kind of purposely silly. So Sandman, what did you think of the first movie poster? Um, if if it's the same one we're talking about, it's the one where he's drinking a big red drink and with that goofy look on his face. Is that the one we're talking about? Yes. yes. Yeah. I think that's the tone they're going to go for in this, which um, for DC, I think it's actually much needed. You know, their darkity dark dark universe. <laughs> Blacky black. Um, so, I mean, it, this is a little bit of a, a change up. So, um, having some comedy, like I said, having there some comedy in their universe can only help them. As long as it's, you know, they don't overdo it, which is a, which is a danger too. So, I'm at least intrigued yeah. about it. So, okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if DC has that button to be like too light. We're gonna talk about them here in a little bit for something else too. Did you get a chance to see the movie poster, brother? Peter? Yeah, I did, and I sort of had the same reaction. Like, it looks like, you know, and part of it is like he's a little kid, right? His alter ego. Spoiler alert. But yeah. um. He, you know, it, it sounds like they could go really goofy, and uh, I don't necessarily know that we've had a movie like that. Like Ant-Man was probably one of the more jokier ones, and Spider-Man. Um, I I think it is smart for them to sort of play around with some of these fringe characters and try and break new ground. I don't, you know, I have I have no great interest in it. Uh, no, you know, no. I'm curious to see more than anything what, how it's going to turn out. And I really kind of want to know what the whole story with, like, um, 
The Rock and Black Adam was because they they kind of started pitching that and he was going to be in it. Then it's a separate movie, so I'm, I'm curious as to how that all came about. Yeah, and and the I think The Rock on Instagram spoofed that picture with a picture of essentially him dressed as Black Adam sipping on a soda. Yeah. Um, on his <laughs> yeah on his Instagram. So I mean, I I don't know. I just I don't trust DC for anything at this point in time, and I don't think anybody else does too. They'd have to they, make something that was shockingly good for. They should have just made it. the Rock Shazam, and just made the movie that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and, yeah. you know, and yeah, hitch hitch your wagon to a known superstar. You know what I mean? Instead of people that used to either be stars or somebody that you think is going to be a star. I mean, you know, the Rock's going to open a movie, but then again, he just made Rampage, so yeah, fuck that nigga too. Yeah, well, see, he um, had to get <laughs> Rampage out of the way so he can make. That movie actually exactly. made money though. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Say what that, you want about the Rock. That's day one, yeah. <laughs> That's the applies to the rock. That's his yeah. one. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of thumbs down on it. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not that great of a fan of the character to begin with. So like, I'm straight. All right. The letter L. That's my boy. Not that day one. Mysterio. It looks like Mysterio <laughs> is going to make it into the second um, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, Homecoming two, uh, the Electric Boogaloo. I'm, I'm well, not sure. Doesn't it have to be? Uh, doesn't it have to be like Miles or somebody? Because Spider Man's dead. Oh well. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Somehow, some way, Spider Man is going to make it back. And allegedly, the Vulture is coming back with Michael Keaton, and then Jake Gyllenhaal allegedly is going to be playing Mysterio. At least he's in talks and negotiations to play that. So that would get us two sixths of a way to. A sinister six, so three Sandman. six. Mm-hmm. Three they six. They already Wait, had the scorpion in it. Yeah, yeah that's three. But that was amazing. How was scorpion? Oh, that's right. And shocker too, technically. But I think he died. Oh yeah. Um, well, they killed yeah. the first shocker. Did the second? Uh, the second shocker. The lived. second one is still alive. The second one's still alive. Is that the black guy, Bokeem yeah. Woodbine? Yeah, yeah, yeah Bokeem okay. Woodbine. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, so they're partially on the way to this. Amazing Spider-Man Two had teased it also before yeah. it went belly up. So, right. are y'all okay with Mysterio, Shocker, Vulture, or any version of the Sinister Six, or does it? Go, it's just gonna come off as hokey, brother Beavis. Well, I think the challenge is like if you're gonna have like the Vulture was a legitimate threat um, in in his yeah. movie, and if you're gonna build each one of them up so they can be antagonists in a in a straight um, Spider-Man movie, then how does he actually beat all six of them? That's right. That's right. what I'm curious about, but I I'm all for it if they can if they can do it right. Who would the other mm-hmm. two be? Is it Doc Ock and Rhino? Craven, maybe Craven. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe Craven. Yeah, um, they they probably will do a Craven. They yeah, they can't yeah. resist that Craven's last hunt. I'm sure. That's yeah, gonna, they can't. Yeah, it's coming. That, that's going to be kind of hard to pull off, though, Craven. I mean, the, the, a hunter in New York City uh, that's Russian. Yeah, it's. That's a little crazy. It's, I, I don't it's know. the urban jungle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, like Predator, essentially. Yeah, yeah, just like Predator. I mean, they could pull it Predator out. Predator 2, you know. come on. Yeah. Have some respect. Oh, that's right. Thank hey, shouts out Johnny, yeah. uh, Donnie Glover. What's his name? Danny Glover. Yeah, shouts out oh. Danny Glover. That's not a bad movie. We're going to side brother topic here. That's not a bad movie. Predator that's 2 fine. is not a bad movie. Yeah. It's, it's a fine. solid sequel. 
Yeah, but, but people yeah, shit on it because it's not Arnold, but it's a solid movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. So we're all thumbs up with Mysterio, my boy, making it. As much as y'all made fun of me, he'd make I'm it just, into. Yeah, the, I think it's just more <laughs> chance to clown you when it does come out. So. <laughs> I'd like to say that they made it. They listened to this podcast and was like, you know yeah, what? Right. Mysterio should make it into these movies because brothers. Well, they ne- they've never done him before anyway. I'm interested to see what uh, Marvel could actually do with him. So yeah, I'm game for it. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, letter what E now? Yeah, letter E. Uh, Thundercats. Uh, this has made a oh, lot right. of news on oh, the interwebs oh, this week. Uh, the Thundercats are getting a a relaunch or a revamp uh, on Cartoon Network, and they are going completely into the Teen Titans Go style. Um, and a lot of people are crying over lots of old versions of their cereal and milk of people over the age of thirty and thirty-five, just all upset. So. Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats go as essentially Teen Titans go. Very kid-like, very, I mean, it's it's very, very appealing to a much younger audience. So, Sandman, you saw the picture and you posted it to us. Are you okay yeah. with this? And how you, how did you feel about the original Thundercats? This is, I'm not even a Thundercat fan. I, res, I respect the animation in the show. I was never really a big fan of it. But that shit that they came out with for this thing... <laughs> Yeah, it, to call it Thundercats Go is an insult to uh, Teen Titans Go. That's how bad this shit looks. I mean, it wow. looks like this shit looks like uh, toddlers wouldn't watch this. It looks so bad. It There's is, an episode of Teen Titans Go where they um, they get highbrow and they change their animation style, and it looks like one of those. It's the, it oh, looks wow. terrible. Oh wow! Yeah, it does look terrible. Mm. I mean, I would never watch this ever for any reason. I mean, brother, I know it's not Beavis, meant for us, but yeah. Yeah. Brother Beavis, I don't know if we've, of all the conversations we've ever had, I don't know if we've ever had a conversation about the Thundercats. Or were you a fan? It was the fucking greatest thing I'd ever seen as a child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the animation was on point. I'll give them that. Yeah. yeah. But having said that, and having watched it again as an adult, it, the, <laughs> the design of the Thundercats is great. Uh, outside of Mumra, their villain... Mm-hmm. Their villain roster was was very very bad, Uh, and then halfway through it it became a 22 minute it straight up became a 22 minute commercial for action figures, because they just started putting in (laughs) the dumbest characters with like features that are obviously built you know like oh I have this hand that pops out you know three inches oh I wonder why because you're about to try and sell me some garbage. Um, yeah. So you know, I I got I, mo- I got mumbler with the kung fu grip. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the animation it does indeed look terrible. I don't. You yeah. know, I I like Teen Titans Go for what it is, but I would watch Teen Titans or Young Justice over it at all times, anytime. So I'm not okay. strictly opposed to Thundercats because it's not like you're ruining my childhood, but um, it 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 needs to look better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The funny, yeah, the funny thing is, they did get a relaunch in like yeah. 2011. Yeah, and that's and one of the counterpoints. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible either. I saw it a couple. Yeah, of it, it's not terrible. Yeah, and that, that's it one of the counterpoints is they're like, we tried to update it and make it like a hardcore show, and it got canceled mm-hmm. after a season. So yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah, probably got to do something with it, or they lose the rights. So this is yeah, what we got. And, and there you go. Well, you know how that works. Yes, thank you, DC. All right. Oh, thank you, Fantastic Four. All right. 
this one I sent out, and I it, it wound up inspiring a, a, a article for me on BrothersComics.com that you can go and read. I sent it out to y'all where they started messing with Batman's origin story with Booster Gold. Um, this is letter B L E R. So by the way, so um, damn, yeah. So allegedly, Batman Booster Gold was essentially trying to help Batman get over. I mean, I can't even remember what the damn story is, but essentially they tried to pin it on. Uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne shooting a gun and that's the reason that his parents wound up in that alley because Booster Gold showed him part of his life what would happen if his parents hadn't died and they changed his freaking history or whatever. It's yeah, Booster so Gold Booster Gold as a wedding present was going to save his parents but then in that yeah. future yeah. I think Catwoman might have died or something so then yeah. he had to go back, right. Bruce had to go back and fix it but then he became like even worse of a vigilante and then they had to go back and like, or then he then he took Booster Gold back with him, and future Booster Gold came and stopped it, and he's shooting, <laughs> and it was his bullet that made him go down the alley oh, that got man. him killed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I messed. It's very. It, it, I, that's like a cable esque story. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also very DC in that regard too. It just, I mean, Batman's origin is already tortured enough. Like and they've milked yeah. this to the end. Like to change it there, it's unnecessary. And again, it's not something that's gonna stick. You know they're gonna retcon that shit no yeah, more no. than freaking a year from now. Like so, what is even the point of doing it? And that that's the again the frustration of modern comics, which is gonna come up here as we get to some of the books tonight. It's just like you're just uh, I don't know if they're telling stories for people that have much shorter attention spans, which is probably what I think most of the time. But I think it's just. It's uh, you're hot shotting the title. I mean, to use a wrestling term, you're just hot shotting the title onto somebody, knowing darn well you're gonna give it back to Flair. You know, you know. Uh, on so the Booster next Gold is Tommy Rich in this discussion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. You're Tommy Rich on a house show, and you know you're gonna turn the title over back when you get down to Charlotte. Like it just doesn't matter. Did so you guys just, see the Booster Gold episode of uh, Justice League cartoon? It's called The Greatest Story Never Told. Yes, yeah, I did a, see that. Awesome. One, although, that's a great episode, yeah. by the way. Yeah, now, yeah, and uh, my brother is a big Booster Gold fan. I wasn't joking when I sent that text out. Like he likes the character. I, I have no idea why. He's awful. Why? He's just an awful yeah. character. I don't know. He's sort of wrong. Like, so yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say we <laughs> met my brother. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that's exactly the kind of character he would like. So, but yeah, so yeah, Batman is getting married this summer to Catwoman. We will cover that as much. I don't know. We're gonna do red carpet. Um, to see who was what's who's wearing what, you know, I, I don't really know, but um, I'm just not a fan of them changing the histories of long-standing characters. Speaking it's, of it's weddings, been established. I'm glad we got TV and the internet back, and the royal wedding is over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get a side topic on this. Yeah, I, uh, I was, I, I can't say I was forced, but. Um, because I just can't think of a better word, but I was uh, made to watch it, and that's basically all I can say. I mean, mm. it is what it is. Uh, Meghan Markle's fine as hell, though, mm. and he yes, she is. long he long outkicked his coverage. Um, <laughs> like, I don't care how much money he has or what royal titles he has, she is a yeah. fine young lady, and um, and I don't watch Suits. But Gina Torres is also on that show, and I'm thinking I need to start watching Suits uh, because whew, man, oh man, 
So yeah, but yeah, good to know. I, I wouldn't have thought you'd you watched a minute of that, brother Beavis. Well, I was at my mom's and she was all oh. about it. And then I was oh, like, yeah. well, let me go look at the look at the internet. It was like pictures from the <laughs> wedding. This now I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I can't escape. <laughs> Wait, I can't escape. Okay, noted. All right, we close yeah. out uh, blurred notes with another threat. Uh, the pe- movie people over at Fox have said that, hey, you know, the Dark Phoenix movie is the most grounded X-Men movie that it is. And, you know, it's 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 intergalactic, but it's also, a, you know, like a, a, a home story where, you know, uh, I don't know. It, every time that they say something about this movie, I feel threatened. That, and, uh, <laughs> like I'm being you assaulted. You have to go to your safe place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing good. So they're saying that it's... Um, you know, it's the most grounded movie that they've made, X-Men movie that they've made, but it also is out in outer space and it has an intergalactic uh, base to it. More no and more sense. I keep, yeah, so more and more I keep hearing they're going to go to the, uh, they're going to use the scrolls, uh, which were not a part of really other than, you know, just saying that they agreed with the Kree that they were going to go ahead and, you know, fight against um, uh, the X-Men when they the were on X-Men. the blue side of the moon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but beyond that, they have no real issue in this story. They, so. they would, there was a, a scroll that was responsible for Wolverine getting beat in the fight. Yes. If you yeah. recall. Yes. Mm. yes but is. in theory, yeah. there should be no Wolverine in this movie. Yeah, that's true. So, which is going to be which yeah. is going to be weird by the way. It's so it's ironic because all they knew how to do for all these years was spam Wolverine any chance they got in every movie and now they don't have him. <laughs> in a movie that really does require his presence. They're like, Wolverine, can you be the headmaster and Gene loves, Gene's love interest in this one? Yeah. <laughs> and the villain. We can clone you. You can be the villain, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could, could you also um, do the cameras yeah. um, and write this shit as well? Because we're stuck. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Speaking you wrote which, Origins? No, we'll get writers. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It, speaking of which... Um, I actually finally finished X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I would oh, say maybe mm. three or four days ago. And it took, what, two, two and a half years to yeah. finish it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. And that's a really bad movie, man. Oh, my oh my God. There's no redeeming qualities in that movie at all. There's not that's even a not scene good. where you're like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. Except maybe when Psylocke appears. Maybe? But that's, maybe. I'm stretching. Yeah. I I'm like the guy hard. who played uh, the Caliban. That was I, yeah, yeah. That was, he was weird cool. and bizarre and and kind of cool. Yeah. Beyond that, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and his throwback to to um, to Logan movie was kind of cool too that he made like that appearance. But then you know what timeline yeah. is which? You know it's just that's a bad movie. And um, they're gonna double down on that with this movie coming up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. And the yeah, ending is so up. terrible too. With the forget everything you've known, uh, with Mystique and Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Oh, man. oh, that was mm. terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. See, we're segueing hard or side chopping and hard, but yeah, that's just a bad movie. All right, let's get into these damn books. Hey, that's day one. Our first book up tonight is Justice League No Justice. Now, we talked about this damn book a little bit in the DC Nation book on the last podcast on Free Comic Book Day. Um, and this is basically that story. And the the first thing that I sent to y'all after I read it the first time, and this is coming out every week, I think, for the next four or five weeks. The first thing I sent y'all was like, oh, great. They're fighting Celestials also, who will be <laughs> making an appearance in the book that we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes. So just hold on. 
So basically, uh, and I didn't read metal, and I don't know, and I know Brother Beavis didn't. So basically, in metal, uh, or near the end of it, somehow the Justice League broke the source wall, like where all the origins of the universe or whatever started. They broke that shit. And since they broke it, now you really got kaijus coming like all through um, like the surface and then <laughs> coming up and ready to fight everybody. So now, um, as a part of that, these four celestial type beings have come into uh, Brainiac's home world. And they're attacking his home world. And if they attack Brainiac's home world and kill his home world because his home world is so um, spectacular, nice, and the smartest people, those they're going to go and attack all the other planets and Earths or whatever, and that's basically the story. And Brainiac has set up the two, the four teams based on the the four Celestials, and I think we went over them before. It's like Wonder, Entropy, Entropy, uh, yeah, um, shit, I don't yeah, remember. I anymore. forgot, I forgot the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, essentially, it's just the reason to team up the the heroes and the villains and put them on teams to fight one another. And probably the biggest things that come out of this on my notes here that I have, number one, Harley Quinn is annoying, and I have no idea how this character is popular. It's it's really bad. It's a force push. It's a Billy Gunn push, wrestling reference. Like, it's just totally unnecessary. That's one. Number two, who is as annoying, if not more annoying than Harley Quinn, is motherfucking uh, Robin, son of Batman. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. That may be the most annoying and awful character ever created in comic books. And this is a world where uh, Nathan Gray X-Man exists. Okay? <laughs> like, this is just a terrible character. He's beyond obnoxious, beyond... It's, he's terrible, man. He's in all their just animated terrible. universe Teen Titan movies, and he's awful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be see, in season three of uh, of Young, Young Justice. Justice. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah he will. Yeah, be. I don't. I don't see how he's a, uh, a hero. I mean, he's basically Rayshard Ghoul's grandson was Talia, uh, his daughter. Talia, this his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was basically raised by villains, and and so Batman is trying to basically to deprogram him from uh, being raised by them, and he's still. An asshole, and pretty much every. Uh, That's a nice aspect. way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to hold back. I mean, he's unlikable as all hell. <laughs> so yeah. God bless. So him. that's good luck with that shit. Yeah, that's the second notice. Uh, and then okay, here they're called them. Um, they're not celestials. They're called Omega Titans. Oh, okay. Not exactly original. <laughs> not exactly original. No. So it's entropy, wisdom, wonder, and mystery, and so. The way that he set up the teams is basically the the to balance out the good and the bad that they would give them the power of an Omega Titan for whichever world that they come to. So because his planet is so smart, Wisdom Celestial is headed to their planet, and then they break up everybody into their teams. And it, it, again, it's just really that. And then the B plot is is that um, what's that lady's name? Uh, which What's one? her name? The black, the black lady. Oh, uh, Amanda, Wa- Amanda. Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Yeah, Amanda Waller wants to know what's going on, and she's used all the psychics, or all the most powerful psychics on Earth, to hack into Brainiac's brain. Yeah, she kidnapped him to hack into Brainiac's brain. I guess that sounds weird. To hack into Brainiac <laughs> and you know find out what's going on, 
uh, with everything, and and essentially that's the story. And there's so many subplots about who likes who, but I mean, it's a it's a MacGuffin search. They're all gonna go off on their teams to go fight these monsters and villains, you know. And I don't trust you, and you don't trust me. But hey, we gotta fight together, you son of a bitch. And I don't trust what you did. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's basically it. This is written by uh, was it Scott Snyder, you know, who's generally a, a fairly good writer. I think he did just finish Metal. It's been coming out every week for I think the third or fourth issue already came out um, uh, this week or today. Um, so yeah, that's basically it, DC folks. I mean, it's really hard to kind of get excited about a, a story like this because it, it just seems like a forced team up. That's basically it, and uh, I'm not a real big fan of those, you know, in modern comics. Uh, Sandman, I know you got a chance to read it. Yeah, I read it. It was, uh, I, I don't know. It's it, like you said, they just came up with a huge MacGuffin for throwing these teams together. And uh, have them basically try not to get along with each other, create some conflict, and have another big uh, universal shebang. <laughs> and I just, I just kind of shrugged after I read it. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah, it's just. Songs. Yeah, it's just another. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, brother. Because are you fans of? I'm trying to think of a time where Marvel did one of these where they teamed up the heroes and the villains for a particular story. Um. The ones that I I don't remember it on a large scale, but there's there's plenty of stories where Doctor Doom has to cross over, and um, mm. yeah, and there there's even a thing in the Infinity Gauntlet where you know Doom and Kang are teamed up to Kang. sort of have another have, have another threat <laughs> to Thanos, but I don't remember yeah, one that's Kang. like across the board. Yeah, it just yeah, I mean this is across yeah. the board. This is everybody, anybody that you can think of, you know, except for this psychotic you know there's the jokers not on a team or anything like that but you know everybody else is you know from your you know your cool heels like lobo but then also um you know luthor's on a team you know and he's fighting alongside you know batman it's just it's just all over the place bro and that's basically what i saw and i'm just like "Mm." Uh, again i'll finish it because i started and i don't like you know starting things like that not finish it because i want to know what it is but also, um, I can't, yeah, I just, I'm just not a big fan. So, all right. So I'm going to give it a mm-hmm. thumbs in the middle. I can't go all the way down, but I'd give it a thumbs in the middle. If you're a big Justice League fan, you'll probably enjoy it. I mean, I kind of like the Justice League, and I, it, it just didn't do much for me. All right. Mm. Let's go to, well, I call him Spider Miles. Okay. <laughs> we go to Spider-Man number 240. This is the Spider-Miles, Spider-Man, Miles Morales book. I'm going to have to give you a little bit of a brief, because I read this book and my son does as well. Uh, just a little bit of briefing up to this point. Essentially, it's like some teenage hero like kind of bullshit, like where he goes to school and him and Genki, or Ned, I don't know if you want to call him that. But him and Genki have a life out there. They live with another superhero, which is uh, Gold Balls. I think we talked about him mm-hmm. on a previous podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, <laughs> adventures and things happen. He has a girlfriend that's like a, a superhero as well. His parents didn't know that he was Spider-Man, but then they found out that he was, and his mom wasn't cool with it, but his dad knew. There's a little bit of teenage drama to it, but it kind of sort of works for the most part. And as much as I hate giving Bendis his props, like I'm gonna give Bennis his props on this particular book because it, it generally works. 
that all being said, Bendis is leaving this book as he goes and signs his exclusive deal at DC. So instead of continuing this book and finding somebody maybe, I don't know, black or Puerto Rican to write this book, uh, they were like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> we're just going to end it. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. They were like, nah, we're good. Hey, thanks for all the memories, Spider-Gwen, or uh, <laughs> Spider-Miles. So, yeah, so Spider-Miles, uh, the story had been going on where his uncle Aaron had uh, essentially... Did, his, did they scrap that Spidey thing, or is that still happening? Yeah, I... I think that uh-huh. might still be happening, but I think it's a it's going to be like a mix up team up of a bunch of different uh, you know because there's a bunch of Spideys out there right now between the Scarlet Spider, Spider Gwen, etc. Et I think what I heard is that they're going to mix it all together. He may be in the mix, but that's not going to be his book. If that makes sense. Was it better uh, when they had characters that had like six books each, or when they had six versions of each character? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Six Yikes. in one hand, half a dozen in the other, sir. Um, yeah. So, Punisher, yeah, Spider-Man, the, Wolverine, I'm looking at you. Yes, hey, man. <laughs> That's Honey Badger to you, or whatever uh, her name is. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't, don't remind yeah. me. Ugh. Yeah, we're going to have to revisit X-Men Red at some point in time, because, again, I, there's a bunch of people that I know and respect that are like, oh, that book is so awesome, and I keep reading it, and I'm like, are y'all reading the same book I'm reading? I, I might have to lose uh, it before I read that again. nice all right so um uh, uh, yes his 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 uncle aaron who was the prowler is um he's still in some illegal stuff he knows that he was uh spider-man as well he teamed up with the mother of miles's girlfriend uh, to try to steal a, 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 a shield helicarrier um, for whatever reason. Essentially, this is the final climax battle that happened in the previous issue, and then coming out of that battle, you know, Spider-Miles is all hurt, and he got busted up by his uncle trying to save everybody, and then this story is essentially, he's okay, but we're not sure if he's okay, and we got to go through the rest of this, you know, kind of recap the battle to see it more specifically about what happened. And that's basically the book. So the champions make an appearance because they were there. The the villain had teamed up with, like, I think Sandman was in this. And I mean, it's yeah. just a kind of a lot of C-list kind of characters Sandman. that were fighting over this. Yeah, Sandman. Sandman, you He's made the comic debut. Yeah. The comic version. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Um, yeah, and, and so it was just like a whole story about that and them, you know, looking after him and is he going to be okay in the hospital, his parents and whatnot. And then there's, you know, some guest appearances. Tony Stark makes an appearance because they're trying to figure out he's not healing properly because they think maybe his, it's not necessarily his power, but he had like a, a virus or something that wasn't healing. So Tony comes in and he tries to, you know, I got my own lab and I'll take his piss on his urine and I'll go figure what's out with him. And then. Uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, comes and sits vigil with him as well. Genki sits vigil with him as well, you know, to kind of see how he's doing. And basically, Miles is coming to the conclusion, like, hey, man, all I want to do is, like, kind of sit around and hang out with you, Genki, and, and, you know, play video games and, you know, really kind of just, you know, push this Spider-Man stuff out to not something that he's going to do anymore. Now, he's still in the Champions, so I don't think that's the case, but I think the push that Miles Morales got is over. He's definitely back to mid-carding. He is not going to be headlining pay-per-views anymore. And hmm. that's pretty much it. Um, and I said this probably one of the first times we ever recorded one of these comic book shows was that they were going to have a problem 
with this because they were going to paint themselves into a corner with all the Plessy versus Ferguson heroes. And particularly Miles Morales because he's more popular than the rest of them. And people really care for the character of Spider-Man. And then you have this kid, you know, who was kind of popular at being Spider-Man too. Like they painted themselves into a corner because now people want to see him. He's getting his own like animated big screen release movie. I think that's going to be in the in the movies in December. You know, as yeah. Miles Morales Spider-Man, they teased him in Homecoming as well. I mean, uh, it'll be curious as to how this comes out, but I definitely don't think it's going to be Spy D um, oh, as him yeah. being the lead in that book. So, um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to read that one, Sam? Man? Um, this is the one book I did not get the chance to read. I did. I still uh, skimmed through it just to get a general yeah. idea of it. But, uh, yeah. Right. It's got... So, so when, this, when they ahead. collapse the multiverse... It sounds like it's basically like when WWF bought WCW. Yeah. Except, yeah. <laughs> except some people actually got some people from WCW or from from the other multiverses actually got a push for a few minutes yeah. before they got buried yes. instead of just getting yeah. buried right away. <laughs> yeah. And but, and that's the funny thing. Instead of burying them at the beginning, yeah. they you know they pushed them and now they're going to bury them. And it, it's know, this and stuff again, like this. Just you know, it's hard to it's hard to believe they have a plan when they kind of do these things that specifically undermine the things they were trying to set up two years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and again, I mean, think about whatever that all new, all different has really just been gone. Jane Foster's dead. Uh, Riri Williams is in the champions now. They gave her a new costume that I thought was absolute butt cheese. I have to post it to, um, to the Facebook page. Oh, it looks terrible. Um, you know, and then they've really pushed all the like the kind of different heroes. Asian Hulk is in the champions as well. Uh, Miss Marvel or whatever is also leading the champions, and they've kind of put those teams essentially into an inferior version of the Avengers. I mean, that's basically what they've done, and you know, a teenage Avengers. I mean, and that's basically what they've done. And again, that has a place, but you probably could have done that without all of the shenanigans that we were going to push these people up to the front, and they were going to be the heroes that lead us without all of that. You could have done that. They just didn't. They chose to go a different route, and right. we got what we got. So, I mean, like I said, I, my son loves Spider-Miles, man. She it's looks like character. Bumblebee. I'm looking at the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's like a mix of, I don't know. It looks like, it, when I first saw it, I thought it was like a, like a version of a character from the, the Tron movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, all they're missing is like the little disc. You know, and I'm like, mm, that's okay. You know, remember she had her own book not that much long ago too. Um, not anymore. Right. Uh, coming soon to a review, uh, Iron Man 600 on at Brothers Comics and the Marvel Hack. Uh, so mm. you know, that's it's over. You know that that era, what they either what they were attempting to do or whatever that was, has pretty much been buried. And you know, even a book like The Defenders. You know, they just canceled everything that Bendis was attached to. I mean, like, yeah, you know, he was doing all these great books. Well, maybe not great, but he was doing all these books. You know, we really hitched our horse to him. And instead of finding somebody that could be comparable and paying that person to write the books and continue them, they were just like, meh, that's okay, we're good. We're going to give you the West Coast Avengers with Spider-Gwen and Raccoon Girl and fucking Hawkeye <laughs> and fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean... I'm sorry, man, but I can't. I, you know, that's when I when I'm on Twitter and I see people like, "Oh, that's so freaking cool." That's when I know I'm old. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, "Yep, that's it. 
like if you think this is cool, I, I know I am absolutely absolutely old. So whatever. Yeah. All right. So signing so, uh, off, hey, Miles Morales. Uh, real real quick, uh, Jane Foster is not dead. By the way, she is oh. still alive. Oh, where's she at? Where's she at? She is. She's she just she not is, Thor. Yeah, she's not Thor. She's just got cancer now, and she's getting treatments for her cancer because the whole time she was Thor, she was not obviously getting treatment because Mjolnir was cleansing the treatment from her body when she transformed. That was part of the subplot. So that's one of the reasons they had to bring the original Thor back. <laughs> and well, you know. Well, there's a new female you know, Thor. Yeah. And she's black. There oh, is. yeah, I saw that too. Storm in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, we're getting yeah. to that too. Yeah. 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 I don't know what. I don't yeah. know what the hell that's about. Yeah. Uh, we're getting there. Don't rush it, man. Stop getting it. Get out of the AP class here. Man. You gotta <laughs> slow down. <laughs> you know, white people. Yeah, exactly, man. Stop overachieving on this bucket. Standardized test. Yeah. Yeah. These comic books, man, are racially biased. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the uh, Avengers 2, then. Uh, Avengers number two, we reviewed reviewed ep- issue one on uh, the first episode of season three. And so now season or episode two or issue two is back. And as the return of a character, as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, bruh, seriously? <laughs> Like and I didn't even get I didn't get three pages into that and I was like, Are you for real? Like, come on, man. So I, I think I had you to run the point on this, brother Beavis. So Avengers two, Electric Boogaloo. Right. So uh we finished off last week, uh Tony and uh Steve and, and Thor were all on the rebound, so they, they all got back together like old fuck buddies. Because uh, they didn't have anything better to do, <laughs> and uh, we were reminiscing about how terrible things were, and of course, bad things happened. And they were running these side plots with the Black Panther and Doctor Strange, uh, Ghost Rider, She-Hulk, or I guess Hulk is her name Hulk. now, and Captain Marvel yeah. came in. But the uh, the there was a flashback to the Marvel 10,000 BC or whatever it was. Which was nice because that you know they still they haven't completely dropped that story, um, but in that story the, uh, the 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 original Avengers defeated a Celestial. Now in the the climax of season of episode one we had the Celestial comes through a portal and crashes down to Earth and then we have this dark host from behind them. So um, it's funny the book is funny because just like last week where certain people got almost no screen time. This week it's Doctor Strange and Black Panther who I think are in one panel. Um, yeah. They, so yeah, they, they played the She-Hulk role this time. And there's a side plot that made no sense to me with Ghost Rider and fighting She-Hulk um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. these, and these ants. So that the side plot is just them fighting each other for no apparent reason. Yeah. Um, and then the main plot is you have the big three joined by uh, Captain Marvel squaring off against uh, against uh, some the new host of Celestials, and we have a narrator here um, as the producer teased and, and wait for mm-hmm. that that super surprising reveal. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. Does anything interesting happen? Um, basically, all no. I was thinking about this. So basically, we have the full rock and roll express routine because <laughs> no, you have 
Isan the Celestial. I think he gets named name checked in this. Yeah, Isan the Celestial is Ricky Morton, and he makes the hot tag into the Avengers, uh, and then the Avengers come in fist and fire like Robert Gibson, and then Isan gets tagged <laughs> back in and gets his head ripped off just like Ricky Morton would have. So. I thought that was cool. They did. They not only did the hot tag, but then the tag back in and, and get defeated. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's not there's not a whole lot. There's a lot of it, what I don't like about this is they play like it's like Cap and Tony are like caricatures of themselves because they're like, mm-hmm. well, just keep sw- keep spilling that jargon. That's going to figure out what we're supposed to do. And you know, <laughs> Captain America being Captain America and Thor is totally. Uh, Marvel's MCU Thor uh, in sort of an embarrassing way. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Was there any good part of it? Or any great part of it? It was, was one, it was filler. It was a filler book. Two, it was, you know, the idea, I mean, we're spoiling it for you, okay? Uh, Loki is back. He is the one, it's a plot straight from the movies. You know, he is the one that's opened up these portals to have these new host of Celestials come in to destroy the Earth, and he's manipulated the situation to get the heroes back together. You know, if it wasn't yeah. obvious enough, as soon as you open the book, all of his dialogue is in green. So, you probably uh, didn't catch that, sir. See, I didn't uh, think so. basically narrates half the book. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just thought about that. So, yeah, whatever. It, it was obvious from the beginning. It's a filler book. It's just an, a way to introduce... Loki back into the books and I, to me to try to tie the movies and the books together but nothing really happened you know it's just again yeah. I'm going to wind up finishing it because I have to but I just it's nothing that's just like you know what I can't wait until you know the, the new Avengers book comes out like I can't wait to see how that gonna, you know like it's just nothing that's drawing me for or pulling me into that and that's frustrating for me because again i know some we talked about on the first podcast was like man that team seems a little bit overpowered i'm like yeah a little bit but at least they have some intriguing like kind of personalities on there and it might be able to you know work like that but they're like no fuck that shit we're fighting celestials first fucking issue man screw that we're not going to build any characters we're not going to develop any team chemistry we're not going to do any of that shit you know y'all got to jump straight in and fight a world beating or multiple world beating monsters and loki all right so i hadn't i hadn't read too much of ghost rider prior to this and he's not a great character He's the, for yeah. one, he's got to keep his secret identity from his family, which is dumb. Yeah, I mean that's one thing. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he's all like scared. He's got like all this scared inner monologue, and then tough guy dialogue. It's I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that whole it, fight it, between just, him and Hulk, him and Hulk was ridiculous. Or She Hulk, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But, she's Hulk. Yeah. No, she's. Yeah, yeah, she's like she's I, like Hulk I, Smash, and he says, "Yeah, and Ghost Rider burns, baby." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I cr- I cringe when I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lord, I, I just look, man. Again, it, it's not like it's so terrible, but it's also not like a page turner either. Yeah. It's just like it's just <laughs> something. It's just a book. Yeah, you know, and Loki and, has a scepter you know, with a glowing stone at the end. Of, of it. course he does. Yeah, of course oh, he does. Wow. Yeah. 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 
I'm surprised he's not dating Taylor Swift in this thing. Okay, you know, like I'm just trying to tie everything into it because it's just all you know muddled together between is it Hilson, is it Logie, is it a comic book? It's just all muddled. So I'm again, I, it, I, I, it would I think, be Taylor Swift. I, I think would be. Oh, there, hey, there. Thank you very much. Wow. He's gonna be here all week, folks. Keep in mind, keep your waiters and your waitresses. The yes, eleven o'clock show is waitresses. completely different from the two o'clock. <laughs> the two two drink minimum. You either tipping or you sipping. All right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I think I already peered into issue three. I, I don't know how far I turned the pages into it, but I think I did peer into it. And it, you know, it's it's starting to get to its uh, crescendo. But this is still going to be like a five or six month, um, com- well, five or six issue commitment, not months, because it's coming out every two weeks. So, um, whatever. And then I'm sure we're going to get Ed McGinnis off the book because he's a book starter, not a book finisher. <laughs> and then you're going to get uh-huh. new, new, new writer or new, new artist or whatever. And who knows you're going to put it on it before they break the team up into some fragment of itself. So, that yeah. modern comics. I know it yeah. sounds like an old man. All right. Uh, the next book is Domino, and uh, pri- unlike these other previous books, uh, 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 this book was actually enjoyable. Who got a chance to read this? Mm-hmm. Now I gotta go read it. Yeah, I, got, I, I read it. Okay, all right. So, yeah, you saying, man, you want to take lead, or you want me to do it? Well, I'll try, but be ready for an assist. Um, I got you. Yeah, all right. So, Domino and her partner, um, who is Inez. Is her real name? Yes. Uh, Outlaw mm-hmm. is her, uh, I guess, her company name. They're on a job mm-hmm. in, uh, in Oregon to stop these uh, uh, criminals from uh, stealing lumber. <laughs> yeah, yep. whatever that is. And um, basically, they come across them, and there's this, there's a mutant with them, and they um, end up taking out the uh, the uh, the gunman. They're all they're all armed. Uh, he's being held hostage. The mutant is being held hostage, and he basically turns into this werewolf. And there's a scrum, and they end up saving him because he's basically <laughs> he basically tells them like, uh, "You two are supermodels. I'm an ugly yeah. dude that turns into a monster. Y- y'all, y'all, supermodels. Yeah. Y- y- your mutant powers yeah. are a blessing. Mine is a curse." Which mm-hmm. did kind of strike a chord uh, uh, with me. I was like, "Yeah, that would suck to have that happen mm-hmm. <laughs> if you had that." So. They end up um, as helping them out, um, helping him out, the mutant, because he turns back and they beat him. They, he turns back into his normal self, and he's ugly as hell, even as his normal self, by the way. Yes, and he so, is. Yeah, they. Um, she puts him up for a night in uh, her place. I, I think it's her place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and let's see, and um, it's her birthday. Yes, her birthday, yeah. Yeah, it's Domino's birthday, and there's a big party um, there, and, like, pretty much all the mutants are there. There's, a uh, like, a widescreen panel shot. Yeah. Allegedly yeah, all her, ex, her, yeah. Yeah, her ex-boyfriends are there. Allegedly she dated Colossus at some point in time, so we yeah, don't tell much about that. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and they're all there, basically, to have a party for her. Of course, Deadpool makes an appearance, and he's in, mm-hmm. you know, deadpool types of ways or whatever but cable. this book is written yeah yeah cable is there uh this book is written by gail simone uh who is a great writer um she i the stuff that she does i always enjoy and it's pretty much the only reason that i would have picked up this book 
um, because and uh, the covers are do- Greg Land's doing the covers and his covers are pretty awesome too. But right. uh, I think the cover of the rest of the artist is David Aldion, something like that. The book is beautifully yeah. drawn and mm-hmm. it's extremely well written. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'm just jumping in on that part. But they they it it's well done. They wind up at her place for a party of some sort or for her birthday. A, yeah, and, a surprise party. Yeah, and she has two partners. And now the way this comes off, I don't know if they're partners like you know hetero life mate partners or if they're mm-hmm. like partners in like um like uh, scissor sister partners. I don't really know, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> um. I don't really know, but the way that they write it is, I think, purposely um, uh, ambiguous. And which, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, which is which is cool. So basically, she's there. Dazzler makes an appearance. Hutch should be on this podcast. Dazzler <laughs> makes an appearance because uh, they got her to come sing at the um, yeah. at her birthday party. And you know, I mean, it's it's really just a an opportunity to see like a side of Domino that you really haven't seen before. I think she had a, either a limited or a short run series, like maybe earlier in the two thousands that I kind of vaguely remember reading or collecting, but yeah. this is a more in depth, like kind of look into what her life is. Did she and, have a series you know, or did they just have, she had an arc within X-Force? Uh, see, I, I don't really know. I don't um, know. I think it was in limited series. Like you said, I vaguely yeah, I think that. it was a limited series. Yeah, and this and this version of her, at least save for the cover from Greg Land, is, you know, kind of drawn more proportionately and not like all big guns, big tits, big whatever. And so is <laughs> you know, it makes her more like kinda of human in that regard. You know, the book has, you know, a little bit of its a uh, edge to it with, you know, blurred out curse words and things that they're talking about. You know, it's actually very well done. When I finished reading it, and I think I recommended this to y'all after I got done reading it. It reminded me of the, um, uh, shoot, uh, I forgot it all that, that quickly. The lady with this, uh, asked me about my feminist agenda shirt. Mm, the Mockingbird. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, the Mockingbird book. Yeah, which was incredibly good and short-lived. I think it got to six issues. And this will probably be the same thing. You know, this is no, the synergy is there. Domino's in the De- Deadpool 2 movie. Domino has a book that comes out, you know, two weeks before that movie premieres. Like, I get that. So they're giving her a push. Like, I totally get it. But at least they actually put some decent people on it and not just, you know, throw some shit together to just kind of have them out there, you know. So is she white with black eye or black with white eye? No, she's white with a black eye. White with black eye. And they actually show her, show how she got that uh, black eye, but uh, it's tattooed on her by force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know what, why um, or how. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. from King Robert, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, sir. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the book winds up wrapping up with um, she's in her bedroom because she's getting a headache from being around all these people. And actually, in another part of this, because she's yes, yeah, she's um, mm-hmm. she's uh, what is she doing? She's um, narrating um, her she, own book. Yeah, she's narrating yeah. her own book, and she's talking about her luck power, like how things just kind of work out for her or whatever. And right. But she's also saying, like, her power can be kind of an asshole sometimes, too, because it kind of puts her into situations where, like, okay, am I going to rescue your ass or am I not going to rescue your ass? And yeah. uh, so it was, it's, you know, it, again, it gave some depth to this character that, you know, we've seen yeah. for, you know, 20-plus years. 
but you really didn't really know that much about her. But yeah, there's a there's a person that uh, has contracted to kill her. Her name is Topaz. Topaz she's a big yeah. bad. Yeah, she's a big bad Bertha. She comes into the party and she beats her up and then she throws her out the window and that's how issue yeah. one ends. Yeah, she does. She, there's actually a, a panel in there where she Thanos hawks her, where she's got her above the head <laughs> and, and, and throws her out the window. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's well done. It's well written. It's well drawn. Uh, I I would highly recommend this book. Issue two is already out. Um, I've had a chance to thumb read it, whatever. But yeah, uh, I would highly recommend Domino. That's probably my only, not only, but probably my most enthusiastic thumbs up book for the night. Sandman, what did you think? It was very, uh, like you said, it was very well written. And um, after seeing Deadpool, I thought Domino was one of the best characters in the movie. I thought she was more interesting yeah. in Deadpool at, at times. And mm -hmm. um, this is the first time I've ever read anything about Domino unless she was in um, a team up with x-force or whoever at the time cable whatever i knew all i knew of her was that yeah she had some kind of luck probability some kind of uh scarlet witch shit and that's all i knew yeah. and um <laughs> but she's actually gonna be a cool character the whole luck thing uh, as they showed in the movie actually was very well done how she uh, uh her fighting style and everything it works very much very well with her and um and this the this book gives you a little bit of background into her uh, um, into her life into her a little bit into her background. I didn't even know yeah. she was a mutant. I re I figured she was. I didn't know for sure she was a mutant. But uh, yeah, she yeah. is. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very well done. I would um, I'm going to read the second um, episode, second issue. Yeah, yeah. I, it it gives her a life outside of Cable and X Force. Yes. That yeah. you really hadn't seen before, and again, yeah. that can be an interesting story if you have a quality writer. And Gail Simone is a quality writer, whether it be of female books or whatnot. You know, I, I read her run on Plastic Man, and I hate Plastic Man. He's an awful <laughs> character, yes, but she is. actually made it at least vaguely interesting. So if you can fuck with Plastic Man, you can write any other kind of book. And she's the kind of person that should be on like bigger. And better books. It's like the David Walker problem. Like, you know, you have these really quality writers, you know, whether it be a woman, whether it be a black dude, or you just don't want to, maybe the name isn't big enough, I don't know, but you need to have them writing some of your more flagship books because they are the ones that actually need the opportunity and can probably do something with the characters. They just, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thumbs up for that. And speaking of not doing anything with the characters, let's get on to X-Men Gold, number 26. <laughs> As we're getting into the marriage of Kitty and uh, Colossus. I don't know Kitty, whether to applaud them for, like, well, uh, when I read it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. I kind of remember that. I don't know whether to applaud them for, like, having some continuity across 26 episodes or... To say, all right, finish up the story and get on to something new. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the, the throwback all the way to, yeah. you know, uh, that issue, you know, when she first met Peter. Um, you know, uh, so we're getting into, sorry, X-Men Gold number 26. And we know that this book is up to, I think, 27 or 28 at this point as they're rushing through to this wedding into the summer. I'm not sure if they're trying to get their wedding in before Batman and Catwoman. I'm not really sure. Uh, but the story part is till death do us part. I have to believe um, if it ends up scheduled on the same weekend, you're going to Batman's wedding and not getting. <laughs> 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 
right. bat privilege strikes again. Yeah. Uh, but let's think about that. All right. So wait. Okay. So wait. Whose family is supposed to host the reception? Groom <laughs> or the bride? Uh, I think the bride. Oh wait. The no, bride. I think the is the bride is the the ceremony and the groom is the reception. I think it's the groom is supposed to be the reception. You know Peter doesn't okay. have any cash. Peter ain't got no money. No, fuck. <laughs> and, if, you know, where, and whatever bar he puts it in, Juggernaut's going to show up and beat his ass. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take it from him. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I'm going to the Batman wedding as well. Yeah. It should be somewhere. Yeah. The reception should be decent. Um, I, I think I'm going there as well. All right. But anywho... Uh, you, I think you have point on this, Brother Beavis. Go yeah, right ahead. the first page is, uh, as I recall, a fairly faithful reproduction of the actual introduction of Kitty Pride, and that sort yes, of starts fair. into the story of uh, you know they're remembering when they first met, but then you know now they're also they're they're not sh- you know do they have cold feet? Why haven't they got married yet? And it's all this whole thing about uh, responsibility versus their own desires. The same, basically, the same story they've told in comics for anyone who's ever been a couple so I think one of the the other (laughs) odd things about this book is that everyone's a couple so you have Kurt and Prestige you have uh, uh, Gambit and Rogue are in this issue so it's this sort Mm -hmm. of weird everybody's in love I I don't know that part of it's weird but the, the story is basically in two halves the first half is sort of mop up from uh several older stories but they're yeah. tracking Mesmero, who had the new fake Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and then he got him tricked and thrown into jail. And uh, yeah. so he's still screwing with him, but then Storm Thor shows up and shoots him with a hammer, <laughs> and he's done. Yeah. And I'm trying to... Yeah. I, I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know that I even want to know. I, it, does this go all the <laughs> way back to, like, when they went to Asgard, like, in the... Like one of the early annuals, or is this more recent, or what? Do you guys have any I, idea? I, I, I don't I'm gonna say going I'm, yeah, I'm punting. Um, I think in one of the later <laughs> ones, there's a call out to something that sounded like a one shot, and I was like, nope, you're not getting yeah, those four dollars exactly. to figure out yeah, that exactly. answer. And, <laughs> yeah, and and the funny thing is, you should say that because there's also two storms now too, because blood oh, yeah, storm yeah, yeah. and blood rain <laughs> is also in the other book too. Oh, it's like, oh, the fuck, man. Really? You know? Wow. Yeah. You know, things done change when they start duplicating the black characters, too. Like, God, <laughs> damn. So, um, it, 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 I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I saw that, too, and I was just like, uh, I should probably go back and figure that out. But I should also fold these damn clothes so my wife don't yell yeah. at me. So, I'm assuming yeah, at some know. point they'll put a paragraph under her name at the front of the book, and it'll explain yeah. it all, and it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Uh, but when they start introducing their character as Storm with the big block Thor letters, that's when you really start yeah. to start to worry. <laughs> like, all right. If she starts talking Ragnarok, we really gonna have to go back and figure oh, this out. God. Oh lord! All right, so that is for the first half. What's and this the first, half? they're also teasing uh, this Prestige's mind. Mesmero's affecting Prestige's mind. So they've been working on this yeah. for a while as well. But mm-hmm. he he calls right. out like every time I, our psyches have touched. I've made some improvements. Uh, that's probably mm. sexual assault too. That's probably not yeah. storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We know Marvel. Raping your mind, girl. Then they, they so when they put Mesmero in jail, they have a flashback to, oh yeah, this is where we were in jail three episodes ago. Mm -hmm. So again, like, yeah, I I don't know. I I guess it's good, but it it seems like they could have covered more ground in two years or probably twelve months, whatever. So yeah, the second half of the book, then we get so there's more like, you know, wedding, worried about the wedding. There's some repercussions for Iceman, who's let Pyro, fake Pyro, on the team. Uh, new Pyro, of, new Pyro, fake. new Pyro, who was one of Mesmero's recruits, and he has to get a talking to and talk to uh, Kitty, and they invoke, "Well, you let Rogue on the team. Why can't we have Pyro mm-hmm. on the team?" She's like, <laughs> "Why do you got to bring that right. up?" Yeah, they won. Bitch, yeah. that was thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> But it's then the villains while. are um, this uh, politician lady who they cross paths with, and then also this sentinel, this weird mutated sentinel who was like one of their first stories. So, callback from 24 issues ago. Um, mm. And their plot is ironically, somebody wants Colossus <laughs> for something. So, um, mm. right. th- which is probably the first time he's been sought after, but. Uh, but yeah, so they want him because he has uh, remnants of the legacy virus. If you recall... Um, oh, Nam 30 plus years ago. Yeah, if you recall, yeah, no Peter was upset because his sister died from the legacy virus. And when he, <laughs> when uh, Beast first found a cure, the only way... It, and this is great. This is, I mean, there's, this is pure science for this. The only way the yes. cure could actually be used is if a mutant had it in its body when it triggered its power, then it would be released into the atmosphere and it could be consumed airborne by people with a legacy virus. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Sounds just as stupid now as it did then. Wow. Yeah. So Colossus (laughs) stuck himself with the thing, transformed into into, uh, steel form, essentially killing himself but curing the legacy virus. So they want the vestiges of that so they can come up with a cure for mutants, but this lady's idea of a cure is that they're all dead. So yes, yeah. So that's uh. the plot. The other setup is they take Colossus off to a bachelor party, which the bachelor party is uh, New Pyro, Iceman, Colossus, Nightcrawler, and Gambit. And yeah, uh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Cal- I guess put a stop here. Hold yeah. on a second before they get to the party or whatever. Um, I remember in these books when Nightcrawler was all about Jesus. Yep. This yep. nigga yeah. ready to get to Vegas, man. Like I, I'm, I'm always surprised that they didn't stop at the freaking at one of them bunny houses in one of these panels, man. The way he was going on. Yeah. Like I thought yeah. they were gonna go do some legal gambling and legal prostitution. What happened to that? I don't know. Did he lose his faith, <laughs> or did they just realize they went too far with it? Uh, yeah, I think he was. I think he got I mean, the they, biggest and saw all the yeah, titties. They, they shelled. Like, yeah. They shelled that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah, practically had a we collar need to swing around costume color. for a while. Yeah, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a pretty sad sack crew of uh, bachelor parties, too, by the way. Like, I agree. It's just a, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, who's... Who's the mixer, man? I mean, is Nightcrawler your dude? Like, is he going to be the party setter here? Because Gambit don't look like he... Gambit Gamb- don't look like he's having a happy time there. Gambit's like, I need these yeah. these cats to go to sleep so I can go out to the next yeah. party. 
Yeah, he looked completely disenchanted to be out there with the rest of them. By the yeah, way. it's not it's not a good crew, man. Like you need no, somebody to, not. to do something there, and there's not there's nobody there. Nightcrawler's trying, but I thought, I, like I said, I thought he was really into Jesus and stuff. But yeah, I guess. All right, yeah, go it was ahead. About two hundred issues ago. Yeah. So yeah, they have a sad bachelor party. Peter has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And he takes an L in the bathroom, surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah. So yeah. he fights his sentinel. Uh, he gets knocked out in about two pages? Yeah, two pages. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then he gets dragged out. Iceman tries to save him. He gets knocked out in one panel, and it's to be continued. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean... I, we're kind of shitting on it a little bit. It, it's not a terrible issue to be. I mean, to me, like we could have probably did without the Mesmero stuff because I know that's. I mean, you're right. They did some callbacks from way back, you know. And but if you also pick this issue up and you've never read those other ones, it would make no particular yeah. sense either. So, mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, they don't explain what happened. We only know because we've been reviewing the books and reading them. So, like, I get that part of it, but. I mean, as an overall introduction to whatever this wedding and whatever that's going to happen, I mean, it's it's not terrible. I mean, are you thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs indifferent? Um, so it's okay. It this one is filler in an odd way because yeah. it's so much so much of a retrospective. But um, I've read the next couple. It's all right. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. It, it, this yeah. this book has never been great, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of waiting for the the fresh start for the X Men books, and you know, and getting Guggenheim off these books, and uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna have to hold my breath a little bit longer because I just don't think it's coming anytime soon. They're gonna at least obviously give him through the wedding. You would think that would be a fresh jump off starting point to do something else, but you think wrong because yeah. the X Men books are just <laughs> all over the place. You know, yeah. like I said, I we we haven't sniffed blue on here for a while, and like I yeah. said, every time I look at the cover and I see who's in it, I'm like, mm, 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 not on this show. Uh, <laughs> and then red, we reviewed when it first came out, and like I said earlier in the podcast, was like there's people that say that it's really good, but I'm like, not the issues that I've read. Maybe I'm, I'm uh, and again, maybe it's just because I'm not into Laura and I'm not into Honey Badger, and they got they they thought they have an entropy also. I think they have a character yeah. entropy as well. Dude, something I don't some, know. It's just, it's just remember. not something. I mean, whatever. We'll come back to it at some point, but it's just not, not for me. And so, but yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, but I, I, I've read a couple of the other ones too. Also, Brother Beavis. It's not a bad story, but you know, it's also going to be something. There's a, there's a wedding one shot issue as well, and then there's going to be the wedding issue, which is going to be double sized. So they're really trying to get all the coins, basically. <laughs> No. Yeah, are they trying? Are they trying to give them all the um, hoopla that Gene and Scott got when they got married? Or yeah, no, no, it's not that bad. I, I looked at the Marvel solicits for August or whatever, and something happens with this wedding though too. Like something happens. I don't know. Some people were speculating online online that they're not going to get married or somebody's going to die, which I doubt. Somebody even mm-hmm. was like, oh, you know, maybe Kitty's going to finally come out of the closet or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you know, I mean, there's nothing gained or lost by marrying them off, in my in my opinion. There's nothing 
that's gonna change it one way or the other. So you could do it. It's hot shot in the title or whatever. You can change it later on. You know, Kitty is invulnerable to dying though, mm. so she's not gonna die. Colossus will definitely die a second time long before Kitty dies her first time. So, um, <laughs> whatever. All right. All right. So those are the books for this week. Um, really. If I'm have given up major props or anything, uh, I'm giving thumbs up to I'm giving thumbs up to Spider Miles. I know I kind of was like, ah, you know, it's kind of a kids book, and it is, but I give thumbs up to Spider Miles and thumbs up to way way up for Domino, a middle, uh, kind of in the road on X Men Gold, um, and then I'm complete thumbs down on Justice League, and I'm I'm thumbs down on Damn Avengers too. Uh, I, that's, uh, that disappointed me a, a lot. Uh, like I said, I read the other issue. It's not like, whatever, man. It's, it is what it is. Uh, anything that you're way up for, Brother Beavis? No, I I think you're right. Like, I would have probably gone Avengers in the middle, but now, having heard you mm-hmm. say it, we, we deserve better for that. That's their flagship yeah. franchise right now, and they can't get that book yeah, right. And I was looking, I, like, I was reading, like, uh, I don't know if it was Volume 4 or whatever, something was like five years ago. That was when, like, Captain America was Steve Rogers. And that was a decent book. It started off, you know, fine. It had a whole family and stuff. They got to do Avengers better than this. Yeah, agreed. And I'm not sure why they can't get it right. And, and you know, we talked about this on maybe a previous podcast or whatever. It was like, people have to remember, there was a long time, especially in comics, where the Avengers sucked. Yep. I mean, those are some <laughs> yeah. ter- like beyond terrible books um beyond terrible like just ridiculously bad books and even though those movies is hot right now or whatever they couldn't get those books right for the longest time and i don't know if that's where we are now well i don't know but they need to figure something out because this is man whatever i was almost hoping for vector to come back or whatever that bitch's name was yeah. what was her name What's her name? Oh, it wasn't Vector. It was, uh, Vo- uh, what, Voyager? Was that, that movie? Voyager, that thank right. you. Yeah, that's because I don't yeah. watch Star Trek. All right, so yeah. All right. Say, Sandman, anything that you were good up for or completely down on? Well, I was up for the Avengers, um, and you just pretty much just said everything I was going to say. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell that book's going to. I mean, and how many times are they going to repeat Loki coming back as the main guy because he was the first uh, villain they faced and the big three coming back again and then roll the dice and throw any bizarre group of heroes together to form the rest yeah. of the Avengers but makes no sense. They really need to stop yeah. that shit. Cause they, yeah. I've, I can remember at least two to three other times they've done that. So yeah, You've already, you, yeah, you already yeah. said it, but yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, thumbs way up for Domino, though, people. Yeah, I did like that. Way, way up. Yeah, way, way up for that one. Yeah, definitely got to get a chance to check that one out. All right, so this will start to wrap up Season 3, Episode 2 of the Marvel Hacks. You'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, Again, if you have a book that you'd like us to review, just send us an email, not email, who does that? Uh, uh, hit me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or something like that. Tell me what book you'd like us to look at. Again, we're pretty much good for almost anything. If you send us an image book, you're going to get blocked and reported. Um, so don't do not do that, <laughs> basically. <laughs> don't send us any image titles. So that could get you in a bad spot. Uh, but that's about it, man. As our exit music starts to play us out, next week we'll be having a couple of the milestone types of books. Uh, we're going to have... 
Iron Man 600 is coming out, and we'll be close to getting into the Spider-Man uh, 800 as well. So, uh, a lot of good books coming up here for the spring slash summer. All right, so Sandman, go ahead and sign out. All right, sign our people. We will see you next week. And Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. Yeah, I'll catch you next time. All right, y'all. We'll see you on the other side of the force or the whatever wall that the Justice League broke. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.